Hi, I'm Charisma O'Keefe. And I'm Angelica Yard. And we're the heart behind the Heart and Hustle podcast. Every Wednesday, we share a new episode with our listeners on topics that range from business and creativity to leadership and innovation. We also interview some of the best and brightest in the industry and spread our love of entrepreneurship all over the internet with our hashtag, BossSoHard. We're on a mission to help you find balance in your life, creativity in your career, and dollars in your bank account. So sit back, relax, and take notes while we show you how to dream big, work hard, and repeat. If you like what you hear, be sure to leave us a review on iTunes and check us out on Facebook and Instagram at Heart and Hustle Podcast, on Twitter at Heart Hustle Pod, and use the hashtag Boss So Hard to show us how you are dreaming big and working hard. Welcome back, guys. Hi. We are in the middle, not even in the middle, but we're towards we're, the end of the week, which is strange. Yeah. We're breaking it's weird. rules because Valentine's Day was a thing. It was a thing this year. People were, we were really both excited about, about it. it. <laughs> we're both like very into like Valentine's Day and like I feel, yeah, I feel like I did a lot for Valentine's Day. Yeah, and Day. we're not really into Valentine's Day. Um, and I feel like we missed you and I missed the memo we because did. everyone was into Valentine's Day. We forgot Day this year. to post photos or whatever. Yeah, I was just like I I don't I'm not like huge on Valentine's Day. We normally do something, but we normally do stuff at home because it's like crazy when you go out. Right. Um but we went to Wizarding World of Harry Potter because to me that is romance and I've been eating vegan and I like took a day off from that. So I was that's, that's all romance. I really wanted. Did you have cheese? I I and had that's a romance. macaroni and that's cheese. That's all you needed. I had macaroni and cheese. I had a hot butter beer. With, like, foam on top that's probably, like, made out of just, like, straight-up chemicals. I was going to say straight-up calories. <laughs> yeah, that too. And then I had, I finished it with chocolate and apple crumble ice cream. So, like, literally none of the things that all I had the dairy. were vegan. All of the dairy. It was all the dairy, and it was so delicious. And, like, the butterbeer was, like, the hot butterbeer was honestly a hundred times better than what I remembered. So it was so worth it. Like, John knew exactly what I wanted. He was like, I have something really special planned. And I feel like for most girls, like, if you then took them to, like, uh, like the Wizarding World of Harry Potter, they'd be like, what the heck is this? Whereas I was just like, you know me so I was well. just saying, that sounds like what you needed. I came home. I was tired. I got chocolate greeted to me at the door, and I ate it, and I went to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> like, that sounds I, legit. My child has been sick for two weeks. I am, like, getting back on that sick wagon. I'm still taking all the things. Like, it, I'm in Winter Park all the time working with my client, so yeah. we're actually using the, the Interstate 4, <laughs> yes. which is a thing um, that doesn't move. <laughs> so hour out. to two hours in traffic, either way, it's like... And for those of you who don't know, it's one of the deadliest roads like. But in it's dumb traffic. It's not like traffic that makes sense, you guys. It's people who are texting. It's like the dumbest mistakes. Like people get yeah. into accidents with themselves. Like it's ever hardly yeah. with another yeah, vehicle. That is, that's actually true. <laughs> I've seen a lot of people driving into retainers and ponds and it just, yeah... So it's just Orlando is dumb traffic. It's not the fact that it's traffic because like I've lived in Atlanta for years. I'm used to traffic. It's just dumb traffic mm-hmm. it's that bad. drives. But I love being in Winter Park all the time because it's go to rifle. Yeah, wait, like they just released it. the kids locate um collection. <gasps> Oh, I'm like, I was, could you just sell these shoes in the store? Because I'm right here. Like, I can walk right yeah. in here and come get them. FYI. I, say, I was just there, like, not that long ago, and, and there's always, like, a sale. So, like, I, I got just my planner all the on things. sale. I got yeah. like, a bunch of cards. I'm hoping that they put those those kids on sale later. They to, um, I got big feet, so put the big feet sizes in the back. <laughs> <laughs> Call me. Because yeah. I went online, like, literally after, and they were all sold out. I'm not kidding. Man. Did you just want to, like, go into the shop, like, peek behind the little thing and be like, hey, guys. You got um, new shoes. <laughs> hey. 
Hey, girl, hey. So what did you do over the weekend before Valentine's Day? Over the weekend, um, we had like a thing at a social event thing that we did. I had Galentine's on Monday, which was super fun. Um, I made cards. Well, they're they're more prints, but people term they're like postcard size. So it's either or um, from my girlfriends. Um, So I really did a lot of social stuff, which also, again, has so having no like recovery from being super social three days in a row and also then having to go straight into like doing this crazy hard work stuff that is like a lot of pushing out code or pushing out graphics and stuff like that that I normally don't do it's all very pretty so it's fine Um, (laughs) I'm not complaining but it's just so much a lot all at once and then coming home my kid still doesn't feel good which I'm Mm. so tired of and I'm just like but it was a good weekend. The weather was fantastic, and it was it nice really to see was. people. I don't mind seeing people, but I just now it's the week and it's Thursday already in <laughs> my brain. Like tomorrow's Thursday, so I'm gonna die. And it feels like a Tuesday. It was it was beautiful weather. Like we went to Magic Kingdom. We hadn't been in like a really long time, just because with travel. Like whenever we are home, I'm just too tired for that. Yeah. I'm like, no. You have so. to make a like <laughs> mental. Yeah, to go to, you have to like Magic Kingdom. Get ready. I mean, like other parks, you can go and still exactly. be like whatever. But Magic Kingdom but you is have a to, like, mental. Be prepared. So we went like we went at night on Friday, <laughs> and like I actually just sat down like in the lawn hub, and like we met up with friends, and just like we literally watched the fireworks show like while we were seated. Yeah, and then we went onto the People Mover, and then we went to Little Mermaid, and then we left because I was like, I don't want to be here for and that long. Thanks, that's cute. And then Saturday, um, I went to Anna's baby shower. It looked very uh, for cute. baby number three, and it was a tea, like a high tea, and it was like, you know, three-hour tea, which was awesome. Um, it's funny because I told John, I was like, oh, I'm probably going to be, like, hungry after. So, no. Like, be prepared. High tea Not fills at you all. up. I was so full. I was like, I just ate. Like, I figured that there wouldn't be, because I was eating vegan, but they had a lot of yep. options. So, it was it's fantastic. fantastic. Um, and, of course, it's, like, way over in Oviedo. Yeah. And I'm like, why can't they have this on our side of town? Because don't. I feel like it would be more affordable. Than obviously all of the like the hotels and whatnot. It'd be fantastic. Um, but then we went over to the uh, grand reopening of the Sanctum Cafe, yeah. which is a vegan restaurant here in town that if you are visiting the Orlando area, you should check out because it's amazing. It's fantastic. So we ate there. There was like everything from like yoga to like music. There's just all sorts of. They fun partied stuff all right weekend. There. Yeah, it was fantastic. <laughs> so we did that, and then um, we stopped by since we we're in the area. We stopped by Foxtail Coffee. Because John had been wanting to try it. Yeah. Was it good? Yeah. Because, I had a chai. So, I mean, I I'm probably yeah, going to order a chai exactly. when I go. Like, so I had a chai, but I did try a taste of his coffee. And again, I'm not a coffee yeah. person, but I could tell that like people that like coffee would like that. Yeah. So, yeah. And then Sunday, we actually it. like went to the farmer's market and like got our lives in order and like you know, planned out our food. And I don't know what that means. People things. My husband was just in and here. Really we're great. like, I don't know what we're eating. So we don't know what that <laughs> means. Um, I actually do. My best friend... Shout out to her because she knows my child is sick. Ordered me Blue Apron. <laughs> Yay! Bless her. That's and the so best. I'm very excited for those to get here because I don't have my life together. And I, obviously, anyone who has seen me in the past week can tell. <laughs> <laughs> you look really pretty today, though. Oh, thank you. You have like a dress on. I do Your have hairs a are good. Like, at least you are together. I put my face together to go outside, but yeah. the inside of me has fallen apart. <laughs> it's fantastic. Falling apart on the inside. Oh my goodness. So, since it's Black History Month, we're going to continue talking about our Black History Month faves. Our favorite things. Um, so, I was talking about last last week how I was reading uh, The Beautiful Struggle by ta Coates, which I just finished. It was really good. I can't decide, like, which book of his I like best so far, which I'm, I think is a good thing. 
Um, and I said that I also had just started reading You Can't Touch My Hair. So right. I'm like about halfway through that, um, which I freaking love it. Uh, and then I have Ready to Start Next, Negroland, and Whatever Happened to Interracial Love, which I'm really excited about that one because it's apparently it's by like a woman who is interracial and it's like like short stories instead of oh yeah. okay That's so cute. I feel like it's gonna be a quick read and then also like I don't feel like there's a lot of people that at least that I know of and if you guys know please send this information my way but a lot of people that are biracial being black and white and who write specifically about that for me it's like links and hues and that's all I really know uh so yeah <laughs> it's not a topic that I I see covered I don't a know a lot of biracial black and white people off the top of my head I do know biracial uh, like other mixes of races I do know there are fantastic documentaries yeah. on the biracial mm-hmm. life and now uh, yeah. struggle or things like that especially um there was one where this girl was adopted and didn't even know that she was half white which is my like that was one of my favorite documentaries from last year Um, but see i want to i like to know about like people's life exactly what their life is yeah because it's like i always knew and there's definitely been a lot of like struggle and like inner stuff that i've dealt with right for for me like at a young age like my grandfather like who was a old white guy um he handed me like a langston hughes book and he was like you're gonna need this basically like he's like (laughs) like, like, he's like i don't know what to tell you no one can really like no like no one on either side of my family was black or white at that point in time or black and white sorry yeah um they were all black or white right (laughs) um and so that was really really helpful for me to like read through a lot of his poetry that was kind of like not obviously all of it is about that but a lot of it is about kind of like that in between place when you're both black and white especially Um, in a very like heated America. Yeah. yeah. So she... it's 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 interesting. So I'm I'm excited to read that one. I think that I'll probably just take the time this weekend to go through it because um I'm only like seven or eight I think I'm eight books in um and I'm trying to read eighty books this this year and I really wanted to like stack on the front end so that I'm not stressed out later on. <laughs> and I can already feel I'm like, yeah, I need to like catch up because I should be reading about six and a half yeah like a month. So, um, you know, it's not, we're not that no. far in. Like, it's, you know, what is it, the 15th? Well, in February, February is a so. short month, so you also have yeah. to remember. So I'm like, this weekend, uh, I we were supposed to have family come in. They had to cancel, which I was kind of like, yay, now I can read. I mean, I really wanted to see them, don't <laughs> get me sorry, wrong. But I am pretty excited to read. <laughs> yeah, I'm, like, super excited to talk about books because I literally, this year, was like, I'm not going to spend time reading um, most of the blogs that I'm subscribed to, I kind of cut that off. Um, we had this whole conversation, me and Melissa, about it, and just it's wasting our time. <laughs> um, and go ahead and go back into reading books, which I do in the middle of the morning when nobody else is awake, so I have to read it on my phone because I don't turn lights on. Um, so I'm, I don't, I think I'm like seven, eight books in, but I also set my reading goal for 25 so I could really surpass myself and feel good about myself. <laughs> I'm like, that. I'm gonna get an A. Plus, I'm gonna plus, get an A. Plus, 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 plus. plus. <laughs> Um, so I started, well, I actually just finished Underground Railroad by Colson Whitehead, which is fiction. Um, it is that looks good. the craziest thing that I have ever read. And I say this as somebody who really has indulged in a lot of documentaries, movies, books, nonfiction about slavery and just learning that was like my child, like I'm just my life really. Yeah. Um, as I said before in the podcast, black history is so important to me because it was like my childhood and I really have kept that up and really want to instill in my daughter that our history is so important as to who we are as people. And that book had like some 
like Walking Dead type murders, which are wow. things that happen. You know, these are things yeah. that actually happen to people who were slaves or conductors on the Underground Railroad, and it really is like this really crazy story about so much tragedy. It does have a happy-ish ending, um, ish question mark. But it really like it opened your and if you've never heard of the Freedom Freedom Trail, I really think. Out of all the things that are, if you don't want to read the book, then you should Google it yeah. so it can terrify you. Yeah. <laughs> and then you um go back to live life. So when you think, because I think it's so frustrating when people say, racism was racism so long ago, or oh, like God. this, was, we're not we're post-racial America. And I'm like, nope, sorry, You bye. need to go back and read about the things that this is how people were treated. And it wasn't just, and I love about this book that they talk about, not just black people, they talk about Indians and uh, Native Americans being Indian people, um, about how they were treated and really just used as commodity or how, you know, Europeans came in and thought they were morally and, you know, physically superior. And more... So, like, do you see where, like, my, like, the weird complexity yeah. of, like, being myself is? Where, yeah, like, it's I'm Native like... American, right? And then, like, so my people were here first, and then my other people came right. and screwed them over, and then brought my other people in as slaves. So I'm well, like, yeah, the other people who am I? Yeah, <laughs> like, <laughs> it's very complex. Having, and I mean, like, I always, um, and I have Native American background. A 23 and Me really needs to be my Christmas gift to myself this year. So I can fill in all the question and marks and blanks about my yes, hair. because I, I really I'm not I'm not so I it isn't I'm not such a I identify so much as black and being black American and being and knowing a lot of my background is being my family were slaves they were brought here and they kind of stayed in the same spot until yeah. like the 70s no lie I, I feel like a lot and a lot of people <laughs> a lot of people did, did. Yeah. I think we hear about my family like, was like in Virginia for, right like, up until they moved here. exactly so and I mean moving from and that's what a lot of people did I know my family moved to Florida. From Georgia, like that wasn't like a great move, you know. Florida was a tinge bit better than Florida was in terms of opportunities, especially they were like, "Oh, there's land available." Yeah, there's land available because you took it all from the Native American people. Mm -hmm. That's why. Um, So yeah, I would definitely recommend Underground Railroad if you've never read anything about brutality or what really actually happened to slaves. Then it's a nice eye opener. It's very well written. I will say, Colson Whitehead is one of the best writers that I've read in terms of this topic he's very like in-depth and he did not hold back at all he was like I'm gonna give it to you in details that will make you have nightmares if you're not let's <laughs> just pause for stuff. a second to appreciate the fact that for the shower like I brought like this is you know they're having like a baby boy who is mixed with black and white and I brought like normal baby gifts and John packed in like four books that are just like oh yeah they're on the african-american struggle and i'm like this is a baby That's... and he's like he needs to have these books you gotta like, know. Um, my daughter has those books <laughs> she got we march it was one of the yeah. first books that i bought like all these things his, his are like literally though for like 12 year old children and i'm well, just it's... like okay but, but... but the baby gotta read it yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's funny because anna was like opening it and she's like i'm not surprised at all to get these from your house i'm not surprised at all but, you're welcome. John's like, you're welcome. Yeah. And I don't blame him. So that, And also, I'm going to start um, reading next, We Should All Be Feminist by Ch- Chimanda. And I'm very excited about you're that. You're going to love that. And it's really quick. Every, it's you very, it's it super, yeah, I'm sure it's it's super quick, but I haven't read it for some odd reason. I read I it like in I read, <laughs> You're like, <laughs> waiting on your flight. Like, and you're like, I'm yeah, going to Yeah, I didn't away. realize. I mean, like, you pick it up and you realize it's small, but I had, I didn't like right. think like, oh, I'm going to finish this like while we're waiting in the airport. And our flight was delayed and like it literally... Like, her writing is very, very 
calming to me. So it I'm is. very excited to read it. Because well, and it's you know very what? Nice. Like if you read like Between the World and Me, and then you read that, like it's good to read them around the same time because Between the World and Me doesn't really end like happy per se because it's just like this is the struggle and this is real life and. It's not, like, it doesn't sugarcoat anything at the end. Not that, like, We Shall Be Feminist does, but We Shall Be Feminist, I feel like, leaves you really uplifted at the right. end. Right, it gives you, like, action items, it sounds like. That's what I've It makes heard. you feel like afterwards, like, I'm gonna go out and do some things. Like, this is gonna happen. It's gonna be more radical and more annoying than I already am. Yeah, by the way, John is really enjoying his African-American I'm studies book that you let him that. borrow. He's loving I'm it. very excited. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he keeps it, like, on his nightstand and, like, reads it every night. <laughs> yeah, and it's a textbook, oh, right? Goodness. So it's, like, I put pull out like my like regular size yeah like, and, and this book is he giant. It's, like a, it's a coffee it's table book really yeah. that's and he pulls it out it and reads it at night yeah those are the books that i have on my coffee table there aren't cute like dwell magazines yeah, it's, it's like, like let's talk it's about it's a massive thick large book <laughs> encyclopedias yeah. of black history come to my house and hang out so yeah we have a really exciting guest today she's going to be talking about social media it's going to be super awesome and I'm super excited for you guys to listen. You guys are going to like it. We're just going to get down to like simplifying social media. So I think that it's a really great interview and you're going to enjoy it. All right. We'll see you next. Hey guys, welcome back. And we're here with Andrea Jones of Online Drea. And we're super excited because she's going to help us get our lives with social media. And so we're so excited. So um, (laughs) Andrea, could you tell everyone about who you are and what you do and how you snatch people's lives together about their social media? (laughs) Yes, thanks for that awesome intro. Um, Yeah, so I'm a social media strategist. So I work a lot with lifestyle brands. I help them with their social media. I help with the posting, the strategy the content, everything above and beyond. Um, And then I also started teaching others DIYers on how to do social media. I have a course and a couple of digital workbooks that will help you DIY it, do it yourself and simplify social media because I feel like a lot of people make it super complicated. Uh, yeah, they do. (laughs) There's, I feel like there's so many different rules and things out there. So people get really like overwhelmed nowadays. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's super easy to get overwhelmed, especially because there's a lot of stuff that just contradicts. Yeah, <laughs> all the time. All of it contradicts. <laughs> so nowadays it's 2017. So really, no matter what your business is, social media is basically essential to what you do. So what are some of the things that entrepreneurs should consider before hiring a social media specialist? Yeah, I mean, that's a huge step for entrepreneurs, especially if, you know, you're starting your own business, it's your first business, it's your baby. So um, having someone come in and tell you what to do on social media can be a little bit overwhelming or can feel like, you know, they're they're taking over, taking care of your baby. So what I would suggest is starting with a place of understanding, understand your target market, understand what you want to get out of social media, um, have some systems in place. I know like entrepreneurs, you know, they'll, they'll snap a picture with their uh, iPhone and then they'll post to the Instagram that second. When you're hiring a social media specialist, you kind of have to have some sort of systems in place. So um, keep that in mind before you hire someone. Um, and then lastly, you know, you're, when you're hiring a social media specialist, you want them to make your job easier. So if you hire someone and they're making it harder for you, then maybe it's just not a good fit. 
That's true. Yeah. If somebody makes something that you're supposed to be hiring them for more difficult, (laughs) that is a red flag about like, don't hire this person. They're going to ruin your lives. Um, So how do you differentiate yourself from other social media specialists? Because I feel like that's the one thing that I hear a lot of people doing. I do not like doing social media. I do. You really I don't. Really you don't. really I don't. I live by like the rules of real G's move in silence, and my silence is radio silence on social media. Yeah, the only reason that I know that you're alive is because I see you, you at go, least weekly. Yeah, yeah. By, by, by social media standards, I would have no idea. So, what are um, how do you, how is Andrea different from everyone else, and why should people hire you versus some other people? Yeah, no, that's a good question. And you're right. Um, some people just don't like social media and that's okay. Don't, don't, don't feel shame. No shame <laughs> in your game. <laughs> um, but I kind of carved out a niche for myself in social media where I work with lifestyle businesses. So anyone in like fashion, wellness, um, beauty, um, even some coaching aspects, I'll work with businesses in those niches because those are interests that I personally have. And so it comes across in the content that I create on social media because I'm personally interested in it. Um, so I also work with um, most businesses who are selling products or services online. So not so much local businesses. So those are kind of the two ways I've, I've niched myself down. And I think it really helps to when you work on a project to have personal interests in it. I agree. I agree. So there's so many different platforms out there. And of course, not all platforms are created equally. And different businesses um, are going to benefit basically from different platforms. So how would you tell an entrepreneur to choose the right social media platform for their particular business? Ooh, that's a tough one. Yeah, um, choosing a platform is hard um, because, like I said at the beginning, there's so many contradicting things out there on the internet. Um, so the first thing I would recommend is go with what you know. If you hang out on Facebook all the time or if Instagram's your go-to, then that's probably where you should start if you're starting on social media. Um, the second thing I'd recommend is to just pick one or two. So you don't need to be on everything because that is like super overwhelming and necessarily so. So just start with one or two platforms, really get them down, conquer those platforms, and then you can layer in like a third or fourth platform. And then the last thing I recommend is figure out where your audience hangs out. So if you are, you know, talking to like new moms, then maybe Snapchat isn't the place for you to (laughs) hang out. Um, They're probably too busy for that. So, you know, try something like Facebook or Pinterest. Those, that's where your audience hang out, hangs out, hangs out, excuse me. So if you can figure out um, what you like, pick one or two platforms and figure out where your audience hangs out, that's a really good place to start. That's so on point about Snapchat because I freaking love Snapchat and I don't have any children. It's, and you yeah. are constantly like, oh my God, girl, I don't have time for that. I don't but have time I know for moms this. who use it, but it's when your baby's head can sit up that you get on Snapchat. Yeah, new moms are not on Snapchat because yeah. there's nothing cute about them. You can't, they, they can't make the faces. Like the filters don't do anything. But once the kids like sit up or even when they're toddler, I feel like it's even better. All my toddler mom friends. All of them are on Snapchat, snapping each other, and I'm just still like, I don't know. And I feel like Snapchat is actually a platform that I personally don't need to be using, but I use it anyways. You use it for I like your personal like, stuff. Yeah, yeah, I just like love it so much, and I, I keep really reminding myself, like, you don't need to use this. This is literally wasting your time. You're not getting business from this, but I just honestly, genuinely enjoy it. I love it so much. <laughs> it's your well, I think that's what makes social media so much fun. Like yeah. when you get to use a platform for fun and exactly. not for marketing. And I feel like marketers sometimes ruin it. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. True <laughs> that. True yeah. that. Yes, they do. I make it not fun. 
Um, so this is a different question. I want to talk to you about your courses. What are some things that people should think about? What should they do before taking a course? I feel like people think that a course is the answer, like the be all DIY. I'm going to take this course and I'm going to know, but what are some things that they should probably know beforehand or understand before they take one of your courses? Yeah, you have to set aside time for the course. I think that's a, the biggest hurdle people have is that they think, oh, I'm going to buy this course and I'm going to go through it in a few hours and then magically I'll be a million times better at social media. And it takes time to implement everything that you learned in the course. So give yourself that time. Don't rush it and don't try to just sign up for a course and think, oh, you know, tomorrow I'm going to be a genius. <laughs> So what is your personal favorite thing about working with social media? What made you fall in love with it and want to do it as a career? I love relationships. And I think that's all what social media is about. If you want to get to the like the base root of social media, it's building relationships. And so if you simplify it down into those terms, that's what I love about social media. I love like working with people one-on-one, -on -one, becoming a hero to one person at a time and connecting with people in like an organic way. I completely agree. And since I, I like, I loathe having to like walk into a room like full of people, <laughs> I love like the one-on-oneness with social media. Like there's so many people that I've reached out to that I never would have had like the guts to actually talk to because I'm just talking to just that person on social media. Whereas when I have to walk into a room of like a ton of different people I don't know in real life, I'm like, no, thanks. I'm good. <laughs> just walk away. Yeah. I, I'm totally the same way. I feel like it makes introverts like myself um, mm -hmm. feel a little bit more comfortable in this space. And then also um, with social media, you can actually find people who are interested in the same things as you. Whereas before social media, it was like, I hope my neighbor or I hope this right. person I'm standing next to <laughs> likes what I like. That's how we met each other. We just like stopped yes. each other and I was like, hey, we'd like some of the same things. And I already know that we don't have to waste any time Seriously. with our friendship. <laughs> no, we don't have to waste. It's like I vetted you beforehand. <laughs> I see that you like the same things that I exactly. do. Exactly. Let's hang out. No, that is like nice about social media in 2017 is that you don't have to take a stab in the dark about <laughs> yeah. like who you're getting to know. Um, so, I mean, it like be the, the tough question, I guess, a little bit. It's like really rough out here in these streets on social media yes. when it comes to politics. Um, so what should entrepreneurs do, like navigating social media and their personal opinions about politics or, you know, news happenings? What, what are some tips that you give your clients? Yeah, it's, it's crazy um, because you never know what how people are going to react, react to what you say on social media. Um, so a good rule of thumb is if it fits with your branding, go for it. So if you have a brand that's about women empowerment, then talking about the march, like you guys talked about the march on the podcast, the Women's March, um, that's okay. It fits with the branding. It works. But if you have a brand that's like greeting cards for children, that's probably not going to work. That's true. <laughs> Yeah, that's, it's a hard pass. So, you know, figure out if it works with your brand and you can talk about topics and be supportive on the space. Um, just just try not just be careful because there's a lot of negativity out there. Mm -hmm. um, I recently worked with a brand that talked about police brutality and we, they talked about it in a way that was still uplifting and positive and encouraging. But we got a lot of hate speech and oh, negativity wow. online. Um, so that's the only thing I would, I would warn you against is steal your nerves because people will be yeah. hateful and they say mean things. <laughs> people are really mean to me on Twitter, like not so much Instagram or Facebook, but on Twitter, like I have like a lot of people that hate me, but also a lot of people that I look up to are hated on Twitter. So I think I'm going in the right direction personally. <laughs> I think that fits your personal brand. It does. Fantastic. It fits my personal brand. 
So what sort of things are you working on right now in this year? And what should we look forward to seeing from you in 2017? Yeah, so I'm working on my next course right now. Um, it's all about simplifying social media. I talked about like relationships building and that sort of thing. So that's coming out this summer of 2017. Um, I still have my first course out, which all, which is all about creating visuals on social media. How do you capture people's attention? Um, so that one is 30% off for the Heart and Hustle podcast. Yes. So if you go to onlinedrea.com slash hustle, you can get that discount. Awesome. And we'll have a link to that in the show notes as well that's super exciting like you're doing so many cool things i'm really excited about your simplifying social media course because relationship building i think has so much to do with social media and just in general and being an entrepreneur so that's something that people really need to get into in 2017 we need to be better (laughs) yeah yeah it's hard i mean it's just because it's easy like it's easy to post something people think oh i should just shout from the rooftops but if you think about it as a relationship you wouldn't go up to someone and say hi my name is andrea i'm awesome for all these five reasons oh my goodness (laughs) and expect them to like you back i was gonna say something but i'm not gonna be that person (laughs) (laughs) i'll keep it to myself that person i am that person but i'm I'm nice because andrea's on the phone now I'm curious. <laughs> now I'm curious. Well, I was just saying, people learn from the president that if you shout from the rooftops on Twitter, <laughs> right? It, but he's very, very hated. So, like she was saying, like, I know, don't do he it. doesn't say saying, things in a people, positive way. That's yeah, why people do it. They shout to the rooftops. Why, and, mm-hmm, he gets all that negativity back. So that don't he shout deserves. from the rooftops. Build exactly. genuine relationships. Take Andrea's mm-hmm. courses. You get thirty percent off the course she has now, um, <laughs> which I feel like is a great yeah. way for listeners to start the year off and make sure that they're have their social media game like yeah you know, started off on the right foot early to go back and um review what you've done exactly well thank you so yeah. much for talking to us today we really appreciate you taking out the time yeah you guys are awesome i'm a fan so i feel like i'm I, fangirling you being always on the show. like <laughs> our stuff like i always see you on social media and i'm like i love her so much she's such we're a fangirls gem. of you so it's Yay. it's equal it goes both ways oh my goodness <laughs> Yay. Awesome. Thank you guys. Thank you so much. Thank you.